Hey, good morning, folks. This is Mark at Freedom Holdings. Today we are going to talk a little bit. We're going to go overview uh, what wholesaling is. And uh, this is what I would consider a more active and um, income-producing activity in, in the real estate investing world. So I think you kind of go the spectrum from passive where hey, you've got a rental property and there's a property manager um, involved in collecting all your money for that to um, active, where wholesaling is kind of, uh, you know, a jumping off point for many people who don't have money. So wholesaling activities uh, involve going around and trying to find people that are motivated sellers, finding somebody who is willing to sell you their house for less than what Maybe it's um, value is because you're looking for a value play where you can sell a property to someone else who's going to actually do the work of fixing and flipping. So as a wholesaler, what your purpose is to find properties at a good enough price that you can make money and whoever you're selling the property to can make money also. So that is your goal as a wholesaler. And uh, one of the ways that you go around and look for properties is you would write people, you would call people, you would, you know, try to find their information. So you're looking for, here's the kind of people that you're looking for. You're looking for people that have either high equity in their home or they have uh, a need to sell. It's probably a combination of the two. They have high equity in their home and they need to sell. Uh, there, there may be some uh, other strategies that you could use if you find somebody who needs to sell and maybe doesn't have high equity in their home, but as a wholesaler, that's probably not the game you're playing. The game you're playing is you're trying to get a house for a good price. So um, one of the ways you can um, look for potential properties is drive around and find houses that look like they have some deferred maintenance they're neglected they have um, excessive weeds in the yards there's broken windows that are visible from the outside the roof is not in great repair maybe it's missing some shingles um, it uh, maybe looks like there's you know a uh, air conditioning unit on top of the house that uh, isn't in the best repair. So finding properties that look a little dilapidated, a little run down, and uh, contacting these people is one way to go. Um, also putting stuff actually on the house, door hangers, um, putting business cards under the door. These are some ways that you can try to attract the attention of the person who lives in the house. Um, another way of finding some houses that may have some motivated sellers is you can develop a relationship with a title agent. And I would do a little research in your title agent, make sure that they um, are very well versed in some of the alternative ways of financing houses like subject to and wraparound mortgages and stuff like that, simply because you want to grow with that person. And I would um, talk to more than one title agent. So developing a good relationship with the title agent, they can get lists for you of people who are in default, who are, you know, late on payments. They can extract some of this information and uh, give you lists. And from those lists, 
you can contact these people and see if you can make a sale or purchase their house. Um, title agents, we went over that. Driving for dollars, we went over that. Um, another way to go is every county is a little bit different depending on how big your county is or how many people live in your county. Um, in the old days, everything was kept at a courthouse. Nowadays, most counties, not all counties, will have um, information about deeds on um, a website. Also, the county recorder will probably have information about um, if there's been some sort of action that has been um, taken on a homeowner. So, for example, in Maricopa County, uh, when somebody is going uh, to have their house sold at foreclosure, one of the first processes that they have to do is they have to send out a notice of default. Now, when a notice of default is sent out, that is put on that website. So the, I believe it's the clerk of the court. I would have to look that up. But so you, I would learn in my county where information like this is at. So typically there's more than one place, but governing bodies have a website where they collect this information and you can easily go on there and look at information about has a notice of default been sent. Now, if you're in more rural counties where they don't have as many people, sometimes they're not willing to pay for these websites and you actually have to go down to the court and do some research. This takes a little bit more time. Um, there are some people who do mass mailings just to shotgun areas. Hey, this is my area of interest, so I'm going to do a mass mailing and see if anyone is interested in selling their house. You can also, I've heard, I've gotten calls myself from some sort of, you know, dialing program, pre-recorded message of somebody who is interested in buying my house. Now, typically, you know, these might work. This is a much more shotgun approach, but you're going to have to have a little bit of a budget to do some of this stuff. Some of the other things that I'm talking about are maybe it costs you um, whatever postage is on a postcard or a letter that you can send to these people. Um, there are also skip trace uh, websites. Uh, one of the free ones, I believe, is True People search.com you can go in there you can put somebody's name in and it will give you uh, some information about that person you might be able to pull a phone number off of that website and it's free so at the time of this recording of this podcast true people search was free so you can go on that website you can find people's phone numbers and call them and find out where they're at now here's the thing um, when you are contacting somebody who is on a list of notice of default, they're probably going to get a barrage of other people, other investors, calling them also. So sometimes it benefits you to get in touch with people early. And a lot of times, you are going to be seen by that person as somebody that is trying to steal their house. So if you can find a way to add value to that person or not be completely obnoxious, um, there are some people who espouse the idea that you should just knock down on several houses before you get to the house that's in default and just ask people, do they know anybody who is 
wanting to sell their house. You're in the neighborhood and you're interested in buying a house or a couple houses or however you um, frame that. And you, you know, so that gives them an opportunity to say, oh, yes, I am interested because, you know, they are a motivated seller. But if you um, get on somebody's doorstep who has had a lot of people knocking their door because they are on a notice of default and they are getting a lot of people knocking and calling them, you know, you might you might want to take that approach or you might want to take the approach of your you're first coming at them, hey, do you do they need help? And if you are well-versed in what the foreclosure process is in your state and you can provide them with some benefit by talking to them about how they can keep their house or whatever initially and then, you know, later if they absolutely can't keep their house, then you're seen as somebody who is the good guy. So I would develop a script where you are first approaching them and seeing, hey, do you need some help with uh, keeping your house? You know, you might, those one might not be the exact terms, but I would, I would follow a script where you are providing them some assistance first, and then if they absolutely can't keep their house, then you would probably be positioned a little better in um, offering to buy their house than somebody who knocks on their door and is obnoxious and say, hey, I'll purchase your house. And I think that you'll get a little bit better response. And here's the thing. Be prepared that people are in a bad place. You are catching them at their worst uh, when they have the most fear. So you will get people that yell at you. You will get people that are not happy with you being there. So if you're seeing them in person, be prepared that people may not... uh, be completely loving at their doorstep if you're knocking on doors. So uh, anyway, that's a little brief overview about wholesaling. Um, if uh, you guys have any question questions about real estate, and uh, we would love to talk about that on this podcast, you can go to Freedom Holdings on Facebook, Freedom Holdings, and uh, put some questions, and we would love to address those on the podcast or on Facebook. All right, guys, you have a great day. We'll talk to you later. Bye.